0: Hey guys, and welcome to the Movement Docs podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm Mike. And we're just two guys who want to help students and clinicians grow in the field of rehab. Welcome to the show. Hey, so we recorded like, uh, I don't know what, like 13-ish minutes of us kind of like rambling and setting the stage for what this whole like clip show episode is about. Mm-hmm. But if you guys don't really want to hear us go back and forth and or make like really bad jokes, <laughs> go ahead and skip like maybe, I don't know, 13-ish minutes from this point on. Mm-hmm. And then once you hear Mike start asking the, the final question, um, that would be a good place to, to start. Otherwise, there's kind of like a kind of superfluous warm fluffy feelings reflecting type stuff which some of you i'm sure would really enjoy but then you know those of you who want this you know new old recycled content um (laughs) you may just want to skip ahead is that is that a fair statement mike
1: yeah i'd say so you know it's just uh next like 12 minutes 13 minutes maybe 14 minutes of us is just uh rambling some colorful commentary and some warm fuzzy feelings but if you'd like to just (laughs) skip ahead and get into the Brass tax of everything we're talking about, then can go forward there as well.
0: Yeah, so just go ahead and thirteen minutes from this point on, and then new old recycled, fresh content is yeah. all for you guys. Yes. And we're live. Bill O'Reilly style. We're doing it live. we're we're, we we are doing it live
1: that we are this is
0: raw uncut unscripted unfiltered except we will probably censor ourselves a little bit um, for the sake of my grandparents uh yeah i mean this is we don't we do you see the little squigglies on the screen right now yeah
1: my mind is kind of actually blown i was looking at that and I was just like i was about to say something so i'm glad that you did so I feel cool. like we're
0: in, we're in, I'm going to take, I'm just going to like video this on Instagram real quick, Yeah, but I feel like we're in the middle of, God, Pandy, come on, what are you, she wants to be a part Hello. of the show, she, she just wants to love you, you can't just nuzzle my beard, any t- this is why you get locked in the room upstairs, can, can I, can <laughs> I nuzzle your beard, you can, soon Mike, soon we will be reunited, Reunited Um, and it feels so good. uh, Let me just – I'm trying to do this freaking Instagram video. So, um, yeah, so this is really weird because I'm doing – this is like so meta right now. I'm doing an IG video and also trying to record while this cat is just like all up in my business. But look at the little space-like things here. Yeah, I really love it. I think it's so cool looking. Is yours purple as well? Yeah, it's like we're going through, I feel like we're in the Millennium Falcon, mm. and we're just like, I don't know, trying to make the Kessel Run in maybe three parsecs. If we're lucky. If we're lucky. I still don't know if that's a unit of of distance or or time. Maybe it's maybe it's both.
1: Like, isn't light years, um, like distance and time? I believe so. So maybe
0: it's like a combination of that as well. I don't know. Um... Well, I guess if time is a circle. Or is it an oval? Then. Oh, well, that's true. The, <laughs> the mug is round. The cup is round. Why isn't it called round teen? Instead of oval teen. <laughs> which actually kind of that kind of like segues perfectly into the fact that we're doing a clip show today. Yeah. Um, because in the spirit of great American television, uh, we we have no more original ideas this at this point in time. So we're just going to reflect on stuff we've done in the past mm-hmm. and string it together in an order that would surprise you. Uh, shout out to Cal. Uh, and you know, just kind of reflect back on some really cool people that we've had um, the opportunity to work with, and, mm. and that we've been able to kind of learn from and, and grow alongside. Yeah, um,
1: it's it's been it's been a really cool experience, and this is episode twenty, uh, so it's kind of hard to believe that uh, you know we've come this far, and we've had just like you said, all these amazing people on the show, and uh, grateful for that opportunity to kind of learn and grow together. And so, you know, we've we put together uh, clips of all of these different questions that we've asked, um, that had profound impacts on us and, and hopefully for our listeners as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, just everybody from, you know, Sam and Jason on the first couple episodes, Gerard, Mm -hmm. um, to actually being, you know, reached out to, uh, by complete concussion management and Jasmine Marcus and all these like awesome people, Mm -hmm. um, that have a lot of cool stuff and stories to share and wisdom to share. And, um, just very, very unique perspectives on life. Mm. Uh, it's been, it's been a, it's been a hell of a ride, man. <laughs> That's the truth. Huh. Uh, I mean, I remember when we were doing this and I was staying late on like Wednesday nights uh, sitting in the doctor's office at the Redskins facility, mm-hmm. um, you know, like closing the door, trying to keep the cleaning staff away, telling them I was doing homework <laughs> uh, while I was like secretly recording a podcast. Um, <laughs> And then like the the crazy experiences of like running around trying to link up with Jasmine for the podcast, and I'm like running through all the buildings on campus, mm-hmm. and then ended up having to go in the basement to record, <laughs> you know, the dungeon where like nobody goes, mm-hmm. or like Kyle, Kyle's computer dying, having computer malfunctions like multiple times,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then ultimately like running onto campus, and then finding a first year student and like <laughs> like pilfering his laptop. <laughs> Poor Phil. That's He's the real him. MVP, though. He is. Yeah, he made <laughs> He's all the that stuff. <laughs> so, That's pretty amazing. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, been,
0: it's been crazy, man. This was all just a, you know, I don't, well, I, I, we talked about it on some of the other ones. It, it, this all happened because we, we failed pretty hard mm-hmm. um, about a year ago. Yeah. And then decided we still wanted to do something.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you can reflect from everything that we learned from Tony's podcast, the Failure Being the Greatest Teacher, that helped us kind of grow and, and be better, too. So, yeah, it's kind of neat All this all comes yeah. to fruition.
0: Or, or Jason's failed, like, uh, lawn service Instagram. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, whether or not mm-hmm. that was actually real, that's still become just a thing that we talk about a lot. J. Page Landscaping. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, it's been it's been great. Uh, do you have any memorable moments so far, Mike? Oh my gosh, there's so many, man. It's so hard to kind of narrow that down.
1: Um, I think what will be exciting uh, for our listeners coming up here is just the the collection of all of these different final questions that we have um, to kind of reflect with us and kind of grow with us. Um, just to kind of consolidate it and put it into one uh, clip show, as you had mentioned. I yes, think, I think those would probably be my favorite. Uh, memorable moments are the ones that that we're all about to listen to so
0: just the the culminating knowledge bombs yeah um yeah Yeah. talk about all the
1: the warm fuzzy feels and just like the hard-hitting kind of things at the end uh that's that those would probably be my favorite moments what about you
0: yeah I, i mean i'd have to agree i think there's like a lot of you know, fun stuff that's happened along the way. Like one of my favorite things is just hanging out on the Zencaster lobby before and after the podcasts. (laughs) Uh, And even on the first one where we were like, we sat there for 15 minutes because we were too afraid to hit the record button. Yeah. (laughs) And and now today, like we don't even have a script and we're just like, yeah, we'll just hit the button and talk and see what happens. Yeah.
1: It's amazing
0: Um, uh, how that happens, right?
1: How you kind of grow from that. And it's amazing what you get comfortable with uh you know and how you can grow from there yeah
0: that was the heaviest button click in the world that first time so i mean there's still i still get some butterflies before we do it but um and and it's fun to like like i said like that hanging out in the Zencaster lobby like before and after hmm. and just like while we make everyone wait for their files to upload <laughs> and just kind of like talking about like fun stuff or you know actually getting to know um the person that we're interviewing a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's always fun. Absolutely. It's a good time. And then of course, making like ridiculous group chats with people like <laughs> shout out to Zach of with uh, grandma, Ethel's deadlift. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Great. Uh, group name mm-hmm. or, uh, or Jay and Jason with uh, evidence-based friendships. <laughs> uh, another solid one. Andy, are you about to furball on me? Oh, she might be. She's, like, convulsing. Uh-oh. Like, sneezing. Oh, no. Not on my computer. Please, cat. no. Oh, God. <laughs> I think we're good. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she just wanted the guest appearance. <laughs> She's I like, yes. Why, why, why haven't you invited me on the show yet? She's probably got some, like, really deep philosophical conversations that she'd like to have. She's, like, solving the world's
0: problems right now, but but no one wants to listen to her, and that's a problem. I mean, she's, like, 16 years old, so, like, she's probably got some crazy wisdom in there. She's seen some things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Even just, dude, looking into her eyes, like, you can tell, like... There's depth there. She's, she's seen some stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like in Harry Potter where um, you can see the Thestrals. Mm. Yeah, she like has that ability because she's looked death in the face and then walked away.
1: (laughs) I love how we just created this this whole story for Meredith's cat here.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But I I mean, like we've, Pandy and I have kind of bonded over Mm -hmm. the past Mm -hmm. few weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, she hangs out with me and thinks that anytime I'm sitting down, she can just, like, climb on top of me. Hmm. Um, Which, you know, is is cool, but she also has very sharp claws, and that gets a little bit uh, bothersome sometimes. But... (laughs) We cool. We cool. That's good. But yes, my computer is unscathed for everyone out there in the listening world. Um, No fur balls. (laughs) So we're all good here. But it was a, you know, close call. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so what were we talking about, Mike? I, this is like a, just a great example of how short my attention span is. Um,
1: <laughs> yes, so, so this, today's episode is all about, uh, it's just a reflection uh, and an appreciation and, and just gratitude for everybody that's been on our show so far. And so we, at the end of each episode, we ask one question to our guests. Um, which you'll hear in just a second, but it's basically just uh, perspectives on life and experiences and advice that we'd give to anybody listening to our show. And so we've taken all of those clips from our previous episodes and put them into one uh, jam-packed episode of just life advice and perspectives and ways to grow and continue to move forward.
0: That's awesome. You know how we always like question like metaphors and um, like euphemisms and stuff mm-hmm. on here. What jam-packed, where does that come from? Is that because like, when you're jarring jam or jelly, you have to, like, squeeze a whole bunch of stuff in there and just, like, pack it down. Yeah. Is it because of the shape of the fruit that sometimes – but then, you know, it's a question of what what's the difference between a jam, jelly, and a preserve or even a marmalade?
1: Oh, my gosh. You just added a
0: whole other layer of – I don't know. See, this is yeah, the stuff that's going to keep me up at night, Jake. <laughs> This is the stuff that does keep me up at night, Mike. Mm -hmm. This is why I'm never productive because this is what I think about. Um, So, yeah, I guess, you know, with that great little uh, rabbit hole here, without further ado, we might as well just get into the clip show. Yeah. Um, You know, maybe there'll be a Seinfeld thing or not. Um, You know, maybe, as you called it, I'm not really sure what the title is going to be yet. Mm -hmm. Do we just go with the clip show or do we do the final question? The
1: final question,
0: maybe. You know, like the Europe song? Ooh, that is a good song. Yeah, that's Europe.
1: Question.
0: <laughs> that was beautiful. I think, I, I, think I, I think that was a good... Uh, did, I, did I get the transition right? was that? I don't know if I was on key. Anyways, <laughs> we've already wasted like 12 minutes of your time, mm-hmm. so... Why not waste another twenty to thirty
2: mm-hmm. with
0: nothing but knowledge bombs and just warm fuzzy feels? Sounds so, uh, without further ado, and my mind going on a completely different tangent, uh, we will commence the clip show. See you on the flip side. the The clip side. The clip side. See, see you on the clip side. Mm-hmm. I liked what you did there, <laughs> even though I suggested it. I was thinking it. <laughs> I know, we're on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Clip, 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 wave clip. Wave clip. file? <laughs> there's there's something there, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, without further ado. Even though we've already a twice. Further.
3: Now let me ask you a question.
0: All right, Mike, go ahead and t- take, it, take it home with the, the big right. question at the end here.
1: Yeah, this is, uh, this is the last question that we're going to be asking you today. You know, we really appreciate you taking the time uh, to come and talk with us and kind of share your perspectives. Uh, we're going to be asking this question at the end of all of our podcasts. And so, you know, at the Movement Docs, you know, we believe in always moving forward and all that you do. So based on all of your previous experience and knowledge in life, love, the pursuit of happiness, what is one piece of advice that you would give anyone listening to this show to help them be the best versions of themselves?
4: Well, if I was going to give one piece of advice, it'd probably be uh, unrelenting positivity.
1: Okay.
4: I think that no matter the situation, being a positive individual and keeping in mind that other people are probably good individuals and generally in life we're going to be challenged to be in situations where it would be easy to take a negative route, but really is that going to be in our favor? And so whenever possible, staying positive and putting out positive energy is going to be of your greater choice and benefit and trying to keep that in mind in all situations, choosing to be positive with patients, choosing to be positive with other coworkers, being with anyone, I think that you'll see greater benefit by choosing to be as positive as possible. Awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I feel like we almost come full circle with that because Toward the beginning of the podcast tonight you were talking about um just how people would kind of make fun of you for being positive but that that tended to be a, a really big part of who you are and kind of how that how that's helped you grow through life and through grad school and so i just feel like that's like super fitting and was like ultimate meta way um so thank you for that sam yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, once again, thanks for, for being on with us tonight. Um, thank you, all of you out there in podcast land for listening to our um, somewhat intelligent and somewhat goofy ramblings.
2: Well, it's, just, it's something recently that I've been uh, adopting. Right? I have it on like the back of my, my screensaver. It's called... Uh, I learned it from this guy, Gary Vaynerchuk, who's this uh, entrepreneur, mm-hmm. right? And he says this a lot. Is a uh, macro, macro patience, micro speed, okay. right? So let's start with micro patience, I mean micro speed. So for example, I'll use Mike as an example, of how he would adopt micro speed to his life. So Mike goes to class eight to four, right? So his, say Mike's dream is to be own his own clinic that has strength conditioning in it, also wants to be an AT as well, and a PT. So he goes to PT class, his class, his courses, eight to four. He goes, at, for like hour break, he goes, volunteers at local school for, to help with AT stuff, right? Okay, goes home, eats, studies, go to sleep. That's He basically squeezed life out of that one day to reach his goal, right? So, say so the next day, he wakes up, goes to the local university and shadows the strength coach, and then goes to class, and then eats, studies, goes to sleep. He's basically squeezing the life out of each day inch by inch to get okay. to that goal, right? But macro patients is adopting, obviously, patients and realizing that your goal of owning that clinic is probably not going to happen until 20 years from now, okay. right? So that makes your decisions each day, like, for the long game, rather than taking, like, short risks early on. Realize these little one and one percentages is gonna help you like reach your goal in the long oh, term. That's awesome. So instead of rushing and oh and you do this and you do this, you just you just take each day by day and try to milk as much out of that day as you can. So that's micro speed and macro patience is the overall theme. It's kinda like you're a rabbit in a tortoise costume. You're going super fast but you're a turtle <laughs> still. It's like <laughs> a marathon. People say don't sprint your marathon, but this is the you're sprinting your marathon right here. Realize your marathon is not finished in 20 miles, but you're sprinting each mile like you're finishing okay. that marathon.
1: Oh, that's awesome! So it really speaks to you know the, that compounding idea where you know you fit as much as you can into each every day and that leads you towards your, your ultimate goal down the road. That's great,
2: mm-hmm. but the most important is the patience part, but both is pretty mm-hmm. much important because if you're not. Doing your speed part, I mean, like you're not really mastering your your ambitions to what you're talking about.
0: You know, gee, that that kind of reminds me of a quote by uh, the famous bodybuilder and philosopher Ronnie Coleman, and that goes, um, "Everybody wants to be a bodybuilder, but nobody wants to lift no heavy ass weight." <laughs> <laughs> and I think just just like what you're talking about, it's it's a long game. I mean, you gotta. Like what you were talking about before, how you kind of approach life, you got to reverse engineer what you want, right?
5: Mm-hmm. So
0: if you have your goal, you got to figure out, you know, what steps do I need to get there? And then it's what, you know, what do I need to get to those steps to get there? And mm-hmm. then you got to squeeze everything you can out of that day and try to structure it so that every day you're doing something that's getting you toward yeah. that goal. So, Mike, let's, uh, Let's hit him with with the big question, the question we ask everyone. The big one. The
1: big one. Yeah. Jason, are you ready? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. Let's do it. So here at the Movement Docs, we believe in always moving forward in all that you do. So based on all of your previous experiences and knowledge and life, love, the pursuit of happiness, what is one piece of advice that you would give anyone listening to this show to help them be the best version of themselves?
6: Oh wow, that's a good question. Um, so I'm gonna give two answers to this question. I asked yes for one, but I think both will be helpful. Um, the first one is the boring one, and my advice would be to just read more books, especially books that are about things that are not in your field. So, for example, for us, it would be like read books that are not about PT, science, or rehab. Um, find books that can help you improve other aspects of your life. And I think that's really important because especially, you know, we're kind of like PT students, we're in healthcare, like you just live, breathe, bleed healthcare. Um, so I think looking outside of kind of your profession or your professional life is really important just to kind of be like well-rounded. Um, the second thing, and this is where I get to quote Harry Potter, So I'm pumped about this. Um, So we're going to quote Dumbledore here. And the quote is, help will always be given at Hogwarts to those who ask. And obviously, we're not at Hogwarts. We're not magic. We don't do spells. But I think asking for help is something that is really important. I didn't do all this stuff by myself. I asked for help. I had a lot of friends. I had a lot of people who I'd consider mentors that helped me through the process. Um, and a lot of friends, especially my buddy G that I kind of mentioned earlier, who and my friend Ben, I gotta give him a shout out. We're just gonna give everyone the shout out that their, you know, their specialty is something else. Like I would do, I'm in PT school. They're good at finance, or they're good at graphic design, and just don't be afraid to ask them for help, whether they're your friends or whether they're somebody you don't really know. If it's something you're trying to learn more about or something you want to get better at ask somebody who knows for help. And if they're a good person, they're gonna be more than happy to help you out. Cause I know when people ask me things, I love helping them and I love giving them answers of things that hopefully can help them, um, you know, kind of take action. And I think that also goes back talking about, um, Jake, your quote, dare to be bad, right? Like if you just ask somebody for help and they say no, what's the worst thing that happened? They said no, and you can ask somebody else. Yeah, nothing. It's no harm, no foul. So it's really kind of something, no matter what you want to do, find somebody, ask them, and learn from it.
1: That's awesome.
0: Kind of brings everything full circle. You know, almost like a um, uh, the beautiful, rounded, golden ball that is the snitch in the Harry Potter series. <laughs> Um, Yeah, yeah. Wow, (laughs)
6: can't believe you just went there.
0: Brilliant, (laughs) dude. I made a Tinder reference on the first podcast. Of course, I'm going to bring up like snitches and quaffles and all sorts of Harry Potter.
7: uh... Uh, So I was in I was Greek uh, in in undergrad, and my pledge teacher said something uh, that resonated with me forever. And it was uh, just a few simple words, and it was never settle, always strive. And I've I like to believe that I've taken that and ran with the ambitious purpose of you know being in control of my own destiny and being generally an ambitious person uh, to uh, emulate those words and like my daily life is you know whether I've had good success or not, or anything like that, you know, you can be proud, right. You know, but never get content and never ever, ever settle for what you have. Right. Mm -hmm. You can be happy, but you should always be looking for more. Right. And that just means never be upset with not having enough, but just always be trying to make that next step. That means better yourself, better your love life, better your relationships, social, uh, mental educational level, whatever it is, Never settle, always strive. Mm -hmm. Keep searching for what's next, right? Yeah, I think that's kind of almost like
0: a beautiful summary of everything that we've talked about tonight so far. Um, Just constantly getting better, you know, your business, yourself, your practice, and never, you know, never accepting things at face value, always questioning, always trying to improve upon who you are, what you are, what your business is. So that's, that's a great quote, man.
5: Oh, man. Um you know, uh, job of knowledge. Okay, so heres here's here and um, I think it's, this is just gonna pull back to what we all automatically said um, with the ill fill words. Um, moving forward, realize that as a person, individual, you have a personal responsibility to this world to make this world a better place. Um, with that being said, uh, you have an impact. Every single person on this world has an impact and has an opportunity to make a difference. And that Making that difference doesn't have to be, um, as I said, groundbreaking, monumentous, you know, earth shattering. Um, it could be whatever you feel comfortable doing, but just know that you have an opportunity to make a difference. So, um, whether that's doing a little bit of community service, whether that's just helping your 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 neighbor, helping your friends, helping a family member that needs help. Um, realize that you have an impact on this on this world, and that you have the power to make a difference. And that the things that you do uh, is not insignificant. Uh, everything that you do has a tangible uh, ripple effect on others, big and small. So, my biggest advice moving forward is just. Carry that responsibility with you every day. Uh, carry it, um, you know. Carry it in a sense that you know. Be nice to other people. Treat other people well. Golden rule. Treat others how you want to be treated. Because that impact, that responsibility, uh, will make a difference. you you, you, as an individual, will make a difference. I Love that.
0: Yeah, that, that was was very profound.
3: Yeah, I, I would just say like just practice gratitude like you know life is just life is amazing man and it's just uh it's it's such a journey and you know just if i feel like if you can just be grateful for every step along the way you know your ability to you know your openness to growth and it just it'll come it just comes naturally you know i just i firmly believe like happiness is gratitude and you know just being thankful for every opportunity and every relationship and you know every you know anytime we can come do something like this, like, it's just, uh, life is a, an amazing journey, man. I mean, Mike, I just like, we met like at Ithaca college, like how many years ago, you know, and now we're yeah. on this podcast. It's just like, wow, man, like we have a lot to be thankful for it. And I feel like if we can just practice that in our lives, like everything, everything else follows, you know? Yeah. You're so right.
1: <laughs> Thank you again for giving me chills and making a big smile on this guy's face. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're two for two with the warm fuzzies right now.
8: I really think that uh, taking a step back is
1: what truly makes someone the best version of themselves. Um, it allows for you to
8: reflect and it and also leaves you more time to grow. and and to really discover what you're capable of. And that's what happened um, with me in PT
1: school so far. I really had to take a step back and start over. But because of that, um, I've come a really long way. I got to, you know, uh, partake in a lot of service and leadership opportunities and really just develop myself on many different levels. And so, like I said, taking a step back was probably one of the best things that I.
6: Wow. (laughs) I remember that was a hard question the first time you asked me.
4: Jason, I'll let you take the head start on this guy. Wow.
6: Okay. (laughs) Damn. Big, big shoes, big shoes to step into here because I know there's been some great answers from some of the guests in the past Um, wow one thing okay I want to just say wow I can't believe I think this hard about this I would say honestly like whatever you're doing like whatever your journey is in life like find what you love and do it and if you haven't found it yet keep looking because I don't know about I don't know about you guys but I don't want to speak for anyone else but I think like I can't really picture myself living a life where I don't wake up and do what I absolutely love doing every day and and really enjoy every day. Um, So I think that's just super huge. Like, If if you're in a rut and we're all going to get in ruts and find what you love, keep looking if you haven't found it and just really make sure you're loving what you're doing every single day.
4: Well, Jason, you absolutely stole the one I was going to oh, go man. with. <laughs> no, I should have went first. I would have put you on the I, <laughs> no, I think I'll just build off that. Like, At the end of the day, if you don't enjoy what you're going to do, you're going to struggle at doing it. It's not going to be – if you have to force yourself to do something, it's going to mm-hmm. continuously drag you down. Mm-hmm. So try to find at least whatever it is, whether it is your profession or at least some sort of hobby that it does drive you forward and that you love to do. Find something and hold on to it. All right. Fingers crossed here. So so we here at the Movement
1: Docs, we believe in always moving forward in all that you do. So based on all of your previous experience in knowledge, life, love, the pursuit of happiness, what is one piece of advice that you would give anyone listening to this show to help them be the best versions of themselves?
9: To learn to love yourself wholeheartedly. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, the things that you found that disgust you as an individual the most are the, your, your greatest attributes. Um, I think if we can learn to embrace that and love that and who we are as, a, as the individual, that is where I think the greatest answers could come from through our hardest struggles. Um yeah, so love the brokenness. I mean, it's fun and glamorous when you're knocking you know, when you're when things are you know, rocking and rolling, but but when those doors close and it's you're quiet and you're by yourself and you're laying in bed at night and you only and only, only you know what those things are, the more that you can embrace that. And I think that's where true happiness, fulfillment, contentment, understanding, I think where all those things lie. I think that and, and and that and love that and faith—it's got to be something greater than ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if you you know, and for me, it's God and the Lord. I mean, the Lord our Savior. And I think that for me is in uh, this thing called life, man. And and, and, and investing and in, and letting Him lead the show has learned has taught me so much that, man. If if, if people had. You know, more faith and more love and whatever that might look like. I think that I think we would be at a really, really, really different place as a whole.
8: Um, Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Buy good soap and use a squatty potty.
0: All right. I can't believe that it's come this far before you mentioned the squatty potty.
8: Well, <laughs> I just felt like it should be the crowning achievement. All right, let's just talk for a moment about what a squatty potty is. A squatty potty is the greatest invention since like, sliced bread. It is seriously the greatest. It will change your bowel movement gain. And in such a huge way. So if you don't have a squatty potty, you don't have to go out and buy one. But you could use a sideways trash can. You could use a stepping stool. Um, but put it under your feet. When you're having a bowel movement, it will change your life. Just trust me.
10: Uh, okay. Um, so, um from a uh i don't know if you any of you guys watch uh it's a well there's a youtube channel i don't remember the dude's name but it's um the show's called like iq inside quest uh one of the guys that was on there he talked about um how hard work alone does not make you a successful person um and he was referencing um uh, bill gates i believe when he was talking about this but he said that um You know, if if that were true, a construction worker would be the wealthiest person in the world, but, you know, they're not. Um, He he said that conscientiousness um, makes someone successful, and conscientiousness is made up of, I believe, four parts, Um, one of them being diligence or hard work. So that's only 25% of the equation for success. You know, the the other pieces were um, perfectionism. Uh, organization and um, uh, prudence, which uh, you know is kind of the most important one, which is the ability to make the right decision. Um, not sure how you um, can be taught that. I think that's something that you just learn how to do, but the ability to make the right decision along with diligence, perfectionism, and organization uh, will make you a successful person.
1: I love that. Yeah, it's just
10: more than than grinding really hard.
1: You have you have to have those aspects of of what you just described. That's really, I love that.
8: Well, there has to be a purpose to your grind. Mm-hmm. Can't you just grind. <laughs> well, you you <laughs> can,
0: but eventually you have to jump off of the rail, unless you're <laughs> really really good at balancing. Like Rob did that. Yeah, Dude, I don't. I, I don't know though. I feel. I still feel like Rodney Mullen's probably my favorite skater of all time. That guy did some insane
8: stuff on a skateboard. He used to do. A, he used to do the Christ Air trick. That was like my favorite trick ever. Although, if he you're did going a to lot talk about uh, that one,
0: funny how pro skater, the original, the Bucky Lasik, Bucky Lasik, and the kick kickflip McTwist. Yes, that was that was my go-to. Yeah.
8: You know he has his own he has his own burrito place, right? Does he really? What? It's called Bucky's Burritos. It's like it's like a Chipotle, but it's it's got like a a skateboard theme. Huh. Where where is this magical place? I went to one, I think, when I lived in New Hampshire. Right. It's amazing. Look it up. Google it.
0: Mike, we'll have to put that in your reference. We'll have to put that on our vision board.
1: Keys there you go. Definitely going to have to put that on a vision board. <laughs> All right, All right. What, are, what are your insights, Nick? How do, how do we become the
8: best people? You have, you have to be true to yourself. Um, that's one thing that I have learned a lot about in the last year uh, while well, within – you know, based on, you know, what I came out of PT school with in terms of knowledge and education, um, you know, I can't, can't thank everyone at Shenandoah enough for that. But um, one thing that it took, you know, my, my work in physical therapy, my clinic rotations, my, my clinical experience, my, my job, my residency, uh, you know, looking back to, you know, the people that have supported me the most um those are the people ultimately that you have to be uh, you know concerned about their their opinions and their thoughts of you and you know there are a lot of ups and downs there are a lot of struggles there are a lot of you know questions that you're going to have a lot of a lot of you know self reflection a lot of self doubt you know especially if you do something like a residency that's just kind of you know that's the It's it's a blessing and a curse in our profession that everything that we do, you can always look at it and say, could I have done this better? Uh, You can look at that in a positive way or you can look at that in a negative way. And I think as something that I have learned, you have to somehow find an internal peace. You have to somehow find a way to be true to yourself and the people that are in your life that mean the most to you. Uh, For me in particular, that's, you know, my wife, that's my, my best friends. That's, you know, the people that have been supportive of me. I'm a very faith based person. Um, and you know, so that has been a paramount piece in my life as well. Um, that's, you know, doesn't have to be for everybody, but if you can, if you can figure out a way to be happy for yourself and make those who are the most important people in your life happy with what you have done. You know, the rest of it is, with, you know, it, you have to just keep it in perspective because you're going to have those, like we talked about. You're going to have those patients that um, that don't get better. You're going to have those patients that you can't figure out. And as many people as Justin and I have talked about that we have seen, the ones that stick out the most to me, the most memorable ones to me, were the ones that that I did not make better, that I could not help Mm. uh, rather than the, you know, hundreds of people that I actually made a difference for in a positive light. And so if you can keep that in perspective, be true to yourself and make sure that you are at peace with who you are and who your, you know, your family and your loved ones think you are, uh, then, you know, the rest of it will take care of itself eventually. Mm.
7: I think the best advice is if you want to see a change, you have to make a change. Mm -hmm. So, a lot of people kind of, if they don't, they might not like the way something's going, um, but they're kind of doing the same thing over and over again. But if you want things to be different, like you have to actually change what you're doing. Mm It's something I tell patients a lot, too, because sometimes it's like they don't really understand why something still hurts or why something's still bothering them, and then it's like, well, you didn't actually change anything about your life, so until you change what you're doing, the same injury is going to keep happening to you or the same things is still going to keep bothering you, so you have to change something to see something be different.
1: For the sake of Jake's cobbler. So, Jar, there, there's, there's one uh, question that we always ask at the end of our show, and you've had, you have we've had the pleasure of asking you this question once before, but we're going to ask you it again because perspectives change and new things are learned all the time. So, we here at the Mibit Docs, we believe in moving forward always in all that you do. So, based on all of your previous experiences in knowledge, in life, in love, the pursuit of happiness, what is one piece of advice that you would give to anyone listening to this show to help them be the best versions of themselves?
2: All right. So last time I said macro patient micro speed. That was my lock screen. Now my screensaver I switched it, and it says, "God will not have His work made manifest by cowards. Always, 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 always do what you are afraid to do. Do the thing you fear, and the death of fear is certain."
0: <laughs> That's drop the mic. Awesome. Do, do I just do I just end the do I just hit end? Like do we end it there?
8: Add value. Hmm. Always, right? If you can if you can provide people with, you know, and it's whatever you do, if you are um, you know, a therapist, and they can, you know, learn about it, be the best therapist, try to add as much value as you can um to your patients because that'll come back to you, you know, tenfold. So um you know, giving is receiving kind of thing. And so I'd say, I'd say add value.
0: So so Mike, I think it's about that time. Yes, I think so. And so there's,
1: a, there's one question that we always ask everybody at the end of our show. So, so we here at The Movement Docs, we believe in always moving forward in all that you do. So based on all of your previous experiences and knowledge and life, love, the pursuit of happiness, what is one piece of advice that you'd give to anyone listening to this show to help them be the best versions of to themselves? To be perfectly honest, and this is corny, but
8: we really do, when it comes to being the best version of yourself, you have a choice. It just as a matter of action. So don't settle for an average mindset. If you want to accomplish stuff, act. That is the biggest piece of advice I can give you. Worst case scenario, <laughs> you fail and you grow from that. That's my biggest piece of advice.
3: Oh, it should happen. Uh, <laughs> that's my favorite movie. Um, and I think for me, actually, it was funny. My wife and I last night watched The Greatest Showman. And the thing I took away from it, because I don't know if you guys have seen that movie yet, the the concept that I think I always struggle with is always trying to do the next thing and, and trying to, to get to the end game. And I think like you see in that movie is um, it's happiness is not the end game at all. It's the journey. And so the more you enjoy and actually uh, take in the journey, the, the happier you're going to be overall and, and the, the better life's going to be for you and the less miserable you'll be at the end of it. That's free solid, man. <laughs>
1: not the end game it's the journey i love that because i feel like we, we so we so always get caught up in that so much right you know yeah,
3: that's that's my biggest fault is i do and i think it's something that i need to work on and i'm gonna continue to work mm-hmm. on but it's a struggle it yes. definitely is
0: again kyle not not all those who wander are lost
3: you're right, yeah, hits that, that quote hits home. I'll have to get a <laughs> tattoo on my wrist so I can see it, maybe.
0: Yeah, possibly with like a like an anchor or like That's a it. bird.